Welcome to the Brave Church Podcast. We're so glad you decided to join us. Wherever you're listening from, we hope you're encouraged and inspired by today's message. Hey, um, I wonder, have, have you ever done a group project before? Anybody ever done a group project? Let me see your hand. Like, you've been involved, like, you've been in school and you've done a, a group. Don't you just love those? Like, you know, it's like those group projects. Anybody ever been in a group project where someone didn't do their part? You know, like, hey, we're going to meet at so-and-so's house at this time, at this place. And, and, and they never show up, but they want the grade. You know what I'm saying? And then they show up, like, on the last day before the, the project is actually due. And they're like, hey, what did I miss? Everything. And, and, and group projects are amazing because you get into a group project, and there's always a group leader. And, and the group leader will, like, give everyone their responsibilities. So they'll say, hey, you know, I want you to do like the research and look to some other people. I want you to like do the visual board. Come on, anybody remember the visual boards? Anybody still all up in that visual board mode? Come on, for school, you're doing like, you know, awesome. None of us. Um, And then there's always someone to do the presentation. And they always picked me to do the presentation. They're like, David, what's your name? David, yeah, yeah, you're going to be the one who talks. I'm like, bro, I don't do public speaking. (laughs) Isn't it amazing how like, let me just say this. God may be preparing you for something that you hate for something else and a bigger purpose. It's crazy. I'm like, it's kind of like, there's no way I hate speaking. And I just imagine God's like, bro, This is what you're going to do for the rest of your life. <laughs> and I was always the one that would do the presentations and the speakings, and I would get nervous, I would get sick. But you know what's crazy about group projects is every person is important in the project. If there's no research, there's no visual board. If you do the research, do the visual board, but the person who's supposed to speak and do the class presentation doesn't show up, there's no grade. Can I tell you, church is just like that. Church is a group project. In fact, scripture says this, that you and I are the body of Christ. That the church is not this building. The church is not a denomination. Oh, I know some of you thought church was like the Baptist church, the Catholic church, this church or that church. That's not church. The church is when there are a group of people who are motivated together and united together to do something bigger than what they could do on their own. I've come to tell you that by yourself you can do great things, but together we can do magnanimous things. We can do powerful things. Together we can change this. There are more people than Father. We can change the world. Come on, is there more people than five people who believes in the power that is in this room? Yeah, 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 because God says this. If I can get just one church to unite, then I can use those people to bring change and hope to an entire city. Do you know what I believe? I believe that the greatest gift to a city is a local church who is on fire for God, who says it's not about me, but we want to make a difference in our city. So we'll lay our life down. We'll lay our finance down to see people rescued, to see hope in a city. I believe that for so long, don't get mad at me for saying this, it's in the Bible, and even scholars have said it, that the church was established to take care of a city. But somewhere in our laziness, 
we wanted the city or the government to take care of the church. But can I tell you, if we unite as a body, all four services, both locations, I believe that we can bring so much relief to our city that all of a sudden our government's like, how come Miami doesn't need welfare anymore? How come there's doctors that are helping people, dentists that are helping people, lawyers that are helping people, teachers that are helping people? We don't even know where the help's coming from. Come on, how many of you believe that we are called to be the light to our city? Pastor, what are you talking about? That's, that's just crazy. No, I've got a friend. He's a general. He's a mentor in my life at Bosshoff in Cape Town, South Africa, a church of 120,000 people. And around the same time, in the same age as our church, they were packed out like we are. And that church believed that they could literally change a city and take a nation. And today, all of the dignitaries and politicians are saved, filled with the Holy Ghost, empowered by God. Some of the... Some of the greatest rugby players, athletes, man, they're on fire for God. And that city is seeing a reverse in poverty, in violence, in diseases. No other city in their entire nation or continent. But they look back and they say, it's all because of Christian Life Center in Cape Town, South Africa, that is making a difference in people's lives. One of us is powerful, but all of us together, we're unstoppable. You see, remember last week I talked to you about Joseph, that God has a dream for his life. Can I tell you, God has a dream for your life. God has a purpose for you. But your purpose on your own is incomplete. Your purpose is like an equation. When you take you plus someone else plus someone else plus someone else, it gives you a bigger number than you. One plus one plus one plus one equals four. Four is bigger than one. Together we are greater. How about this? Two times two times two times two. Wow, y'all. I ain't even going to give you the answer because we're just going to let that marinate for a second. Some of y'all are like, oh, snap. I wasn't prepared. Where's my calculator? No! You know what? I believe. I believe that we have been believing God for addition type of blessing in our life. But I believe we're living in a season where God's like, I'm done with addition. I'm ready to do multiplication in my people's life. I want to see God. Listen, God wants to see you prosper. He wants to see you prevail. God wants to see you just begin to be promoted. Come on, anybody believe that? I'm talking about a multiplication type of blessing. But something happens when we come together. You see, we're the body of Christ. What does that mean, Pastor? Well, you know what that means is that the foot does not say to the hand, Hey, I'm not going to the store today. The, the eye doesn't say to the ear, you know what? I don't want to go to church today. No, no, no. When you got yourself up to come to church today, all of you to the church. Do we agree on that? Okay. Your body needs all of your parts to get you here. You need your brain to tell you what you're going to do, your feet to follow your brain, your hands to open the door, to get into the car. You needed all of your body parts to get you to a successful destination. Just like your body works like that, Jesus says you're part of the body. Every person in this room, you are needed in this body called Brave Church. 
And you are needed so that we can function the way God wants us to function in our city. You may say, well, I'm not really needed. Look how many people there are. Oh, my God. They have four services, two locations. I'm just one person. No, 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 no. You didn't realize your value. We need you. You didn't realize your value, that you are known and needed and loved. How many are so thankful here at Brave Church? You're known, you're needed, and you're loved. You're not just another face in the crowd. You're not just another name. No, your name has a face. Your face has a story, and your story matters to God, and your story matters to me, and it matters to us. We need each other so that we can be who God has called us to be. Come on, look at your neighbor and say, I need you. Here we have Nehemiah. And Nehemiah has been given this dream to rebuild the walls. He says, guys, if we're going to do this, if we're going to rebuild this wall, I need all of your help. Which makes me remember that not all of life is about building. Sometimes life is about rebuilding. Anybody ever had your dreams crumble? Anybody ever have like a relationship crumble? Anybody ever have your finances crumble? Oh, that's always the loudest one. You're like, ooh, ah, ooh. Ooh, pastor. You know what? All of life is not just about building. You can build a career. You can build a home. You can build a marriage. And those are things that are great. But how many of you know sometimes in life it requires us to rebuild something that used to be great but now lays in ruins? Nehemiah is looking at a wall that used to be great. And says, I need to rebuild this wall. And God is going to help us. But I need everyone's help to get this wall rebuilt. I I love this because it says this, that he had an enemy as soon as he said that they're going to rebuild the wall. Can I tell you, anytime you want to do something great for God, you can always expect there to be opposition. Come on, anybody ever have some opposition? I don't never. Following God, because God's put a dream in my heart. There's a family member that needs to be rebuilt. There's a destiny, come on, that needs to be rebuilt. Come on, I've come to tell somebody, it's not too late for you to rebuild the walls in your life. Come on, it's not too, come on, somebody shout, it's not too late. It's not too late. You're not too young, you're not too old. Come on, it is time to rebuild the wall. I don't know about you, but when I, I, I look at a church that is so great, like Brave Church, I look at, you know, God doesn't want to build a church that's a shack. He doesn't want to build something that's powerless. He doesn't want to build something. We're talking about together, we're better. As we're working together to build what God is doing, His kingdom, to make His glory known in Miami. He doesn't want to build something that's intimidated. He wants to build something that's powerful. He wants to build something that is just radiant. Come on. He wants to build something that has hope in it. He wants to build something that has breakthrough in it. Pastor David, why do we preach back? Why are we so excited? Why is our worship so expressive? Because we're a group of people that we remember who we were before Jesus. And we cannot help but to lift up our voice. We cannot help but to shout. We cannot help because God saved us. And if he saved us... We can't let it stop with us. Come on, y'all. You know, it'd be so easy to look around in a room like this to say, Pastor, why do we need to reach more people? We're packed to capacity. Why do we need to do it? Because there are thousands of people in our city right now who don't know Jesus, but are just waiting for you and I to come together 
and realize that together we are better, together we are powerful. And so in order for us to to be together, to to see the glory of God just move at Brave and us to, to bring the broken home and to reach people that are far from God, I believe that we need to do three things. And I believe for your life personally, you need to do three things if you're going to reach the destiny and the purpose of God in your life. Are you ready? Come on, write this down in your notes. Number one, simply this. Um, Three things that we have to do if we're going to do anything great for God on the earth. Number one is this. We have to walk together. Anybody like to go for a walk? You know, I love to go for a walk like after I eat. Like after I eat, come on, anybody just like you're an after and eater kind of walker. Come on, you know what I'm saying? That statement totally did not make sense at all. But that's okay. Like, I, I like to walk, listen to music. I like to go walk it off, you know, just kind of walk around, look at shops. Just kind of like walk, listen to music. If you're at Dolphin Mall, come on, just get the... No? Okay. Um, come on, don't act like you haven't seen them out there at Dolphin Mall and you see the tourists who are gringos. Come on, trying to dance. Moving right along. Um, and, and I love just to kind of walk around and, and, and talk. But I, I love going out when I'm with my friends to walk with my friends. Because when you're walking with someone, you're talking, you're enjoying life. How's your week? And you're just kind of walking together. There's something that is so great when you have people in your life that you can walk with. And people that will walk with you. You see, you need to walk together together. And walking together is a sign of unity because when you're walking together, it shows that you're going in the same direction. In fact, scripture says this, can two walk together unless they agree? In other words, you're not going to walk with someone unless you are in agreement with their life and they're in agreement with you. Which goes to say this, that not everyone that is in your life is someone that you should be walking with. Come on, can we go there for a minute? Because there are people in your life, they only want to walk with you when things are on the high and on the up and up. I want to know, are you willing to walk with me not just when things are high, but when things are low? Come on, is there anybody here that you're tired of moochers and users who just want your attention when things are great? Come on, is there anybody that's here that would say, man, I want to be someone that walks with people in the lows and in the highs? You know, when everything's great in your life, it's amazing. Everyone, oh, you're so awesome. You're so great. But I want to know, will you walk with me when I'm trying to figure my way out through the valley of the shadow of death? Are you still walking with me? Are we still going in the same direction? Are you just in this for what's in it for you? Or are we in this for what we can build together? See, the reality of it is, watch this. Oh, I'm going to get in your zip code right here. It's... Some of you have people in your life right now that you call friends and they're friends with you because things are great. It's amazing how you could go through a low season, a low time, a dark time, and that really tests who your true friends are. But here's what happens. Watch this, watch this. All of a sudden when things are like, you're kind of going through it and you need them to be there for you. Watch this, watch this. It never happens to me. Come on, I'm talking about you. Come on, you know what I'm saying? Just kidding. And and, and you're kind of going through it. And all of a sudden, they kind of drift away from you a little bit. Anybody anybody ever been there? You know what our tendency is? Hey, what's going on? Hey, did I do something? And I find out with people, a lot of times what we do 
is we try to get them back into our life. Can I tell you, when someone who is toxic in your life, God begins to remove from your life, don't try to get them back into your life. It's the worst thing you can do. Some of you have had people that have walked out on you and you need to say, hey, shut the door on your way out because I didn't need you in the low. Hi, I needed you in the low. But if you're not with me in the low, there ain't no way I'm taking you with me when I'm in the high. Pastor, that's so mean. No, it's true. That's the reason why so many of us have like this defeat and discouragement in our life because you got that person in your life who's always just discouraging you, always just telling you the problems. Come on, tonight is a good night in love and in grace to say, devil, no more. I want some people who are going to walk with me in this thing called life. You see, that's what I love about the church. Come on. We're not perfect. Brave church is not perfect. You'll never find a perfect church. And if you find a perfect church, you better not go because you will ruin it. (laughs) So will I. But you know what? The fact is this. You won't find a perfect church, but let me tell you what you'll find here at Brave Church. People just like you, who they know they're not perfect. They're trying to live this thing out called God, the faith. They're trying to find God's purpose for their life, and they're finding it. They're finding breakthrough in brave life. Come on, any brave life people here tonight? They're getting connected in dinner parties. Pastor, why are you always talking about brave life in dinner parties? Because we are better together. You're going to find some people at Brave Church that are going to walk with you. They're going to be with you and celebrate. Listen, you know, we want to be with you and celebrate you when you get that raise. Come on, when you get that raise, like, woo! Come on, we're not going to be intimidated and insecure. We want you to get promoted. We want you to get a raise because we want you to buy us some haagen Come on. Dulce de leche haagen chopped up bananas and caramel all over it we call it a dazzler let's go y'all don't know about that haagen life <laughs> i rebuke you devil i will not go to haagen in south miami after church and we're gonna celebrate with you not good but you know what you'll find at brave church you'll find when things are are are, are not good i've heard stories of people that have met in brave life at dinner parties and they pour their heart out. And they're like, hey, get the tissue, man. We could cry together. Maybe you're like, man, life's not really you know, exciting. It's kind of boring. All I do is watch Netflix. Come on. We're going to binge watch Netflix with you a little bit. We're going to do life. We're going to do life together, church. Come on. We're going to walk together through the good times and through the bad times. That's what our value is on our website. It says we are better together. That's what that means. We need each other. In fact, we need each other so much. That's why when God made Adam in the Garden of Eden, he's like, man, I made man, but something's not complete here. Something's missing here. What does he need? He's just waiting for a woman just to chime in and say, a woman. It's okay. He's like, he needs a woman. You know why? Because he says this, we are not made to do, I'm not talking just romantically, I'm talking about you need someone in your life that can walk with you and you need to be someone that you will walk with people through their ups and through their downs, but you link up your arm and say, we're going to walk this thing out called life. Number two is this, watch this, second type of thing that we have to do if we're going to be together is 
we, we can't just walk together, but we need to learn to work together. I love the story of Nehemiah because Nehemiah says this, we're going to build this wall. And he took all the people and he says, I want you to go up to this wall and I want you to start building the wall that was torn down. Now, get it in your mind what's happening. This is a huge city. And he told the people, he said this, I want you to get a tool in your hand to build. And in one hand, you're going to have a tool to build. And we're going to build this wall. Come on. This means we're going to build this church. If I go to Brave Church, I'm going to help build it. Come on. I'm going to help build. I'm going to serve. I'm going to go through begin. I'm going to be a part of a team. I'm going to help build this thing. You know what God wants? God wants even in your life. He wants to help you build your life. You have a dream for a career. God's like, you know what? I'll give you a tool so that you can build a career. You want a family? I'll give you some tools so you can help build your marriage. You can help build your kids. You can help build your finances. You can help build that dream that I put in your heart. I'm so thankful for Nehemiah that he said this, we're going to build this wall, but you're going to need some tools. But then he said something else. Have a tool, but in one hand, you're going to have a tool, but the other hand, you're going to have a weapon. Come on, somebody. I've loved swinging this thing around all day today. (laughs) I love Nehemiah because I'm reading this story and I'm like, why do they need a weapon if all they're doing is building a wall? Here's the reason why. Because anytime you try to do something great in your life, Scripture tells us that you have an enemy who's going to come against you and try to destroy you and discourage you and depress you from building what God's put in your heart. Come on, can I go there tonight? There is a real enemy. His name is Satan. And the Bible says this, that he is going to look for you to seek, to kill, steal, and destroy from your life. That's why many of us, if we're honest, before we found Jesus, we looked at that and we had those symptoms in our life. The enemy stole from us. Come on, anybody I'm talking to. He tried to kill you. He tried to discourage you. He tried to steal your family, steal your kids, steal your dream, steal your hope, steal your joy, steal your strength. But Nehemiah said this, we're going to build the kingdom of God, but there's going to be a time that you're going to need to fight against the enemy of God. You're going to need to take a sword and say, devil, I'm going to fight for my family. I'm going to fight for my future. Come on, is there anybody here that is tired of the enemy just fighting you and beating you down? But I'm going to fight for the things that matter. Man, tonight needs to be a night where there's some people that will say, devil, if you mess with me, you're going to get a sword in the throat. There really needs to be a church rise up in this community of faith. People that will say, man, I'm tired of the devil messing with me. I'm tired of the devil playing games with me. Tonight is a night I believe that God wants to give you a weapon. It's called the word of God. It's called the church that you're a part of. It's called relationships that you're going to make. But you know what's awesome is this. Nehemiah says this. Nehemiah, he says, I want all of you to go to work and build. So in other words, what he's saying is this, we're going to work, we're going to work together, but you're all going to have your, your own individual post. So they spread the people out. They had different functions, just like you and I in this room. All of us, we, we go to different places to work. You have different jobs. 
different family. Nehemiah says this, go to school. You're a university student? Good. Go to school and build that education. God wants to bless that. Go to your post this week. Go to your work this week. Go to your middle school. You're in summer. Go to your high school. Just kidding. You're in summer. But go, go to your post. Go to your family. Go to wherever your job is in the city. And I want you to build your life. But Nehemiah says this. Watch this. Watch, watch, watch. watch. This is so good. He says, when the trumpet sounds, that means I want you to leave your post and stop working on your own life. And that's when we take up the weapons of God and we begin to fight together for the glory of God and the kingdom of God. Pastor, what are you talking about? What I'm saying is this, God has a dream for you individually, but there is a time where we stop using excuses like, I'm too busy to serve. I'm too busy to be part of a love week. I'm too busy to go on a mission trip. I'm too busy to feed the homeless. I'm too busy to do this. I'm too busy to be a youth leader. I'm too busy to serving kids. I'm too busy to be on the worship band. I'm too busy to, no, 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 no. There comes a time, and as your pastor, I am sounding the trumpet saying, we need every person in this room We need every person in this room. There is a time to build your life, but there is a time to build the kingdom of God in Miami. Pastor, what are you saying? I'm saying take up a sword. Join the team. Together we are better. What are you saying? We need you. Bro, how mad do I look with this sword? Some of you are going to be posting pictures of that later. And they're going to be like, bro, your pastor's crazy. What's that? <laughs> he scares us at church. <laughs> Come on, what I'm saying is that, that, man, there's a time to walk together. But Nehemiah said, if we're going to build something great, come on, Brave Church, this isn't all that there is. We're believing God for multiple thousands of people in our city to find Brave Church and to find Jesus and that we will become this army of God in Miami of hope and of peace in people's lives. What are you talking about, Pastor David? I'm believing that the American Airlines arena cannot contain what God wants to do through this church. But it's going to be a requirement of you to build and fight. Build and fight. It's going to require that we come together. That we come together. Why? Because we're better together. Number three, write this down. Not only do we walk together, not only do we work together. Come on, I love working with you. I, I love coming to the church on Sunday and seeing the effort of the workers and the greeters are out there and the parking lot people are just, they're wild and crazy. And I just love seeing all the kids workers and, and the youth leaders. I went out there to camp and I saw people that took time off of their jobs, like unpaid week of their job to go serve, to see teenagers' lives wrecked. I'm just so thankful that I get to work with people. Let me tell you, there's nothing belly is it powerful, but to arm with people that are making a difference that's going to last for eternity. Not only is it powerful, but man, it is so much fun. We walk together. We work together. And number three, write this down. We go to war together. Mm. You know, I, I love it. I love it when there's people that really get that we're in a battle. Pastor Wu. Whoa. Bro, I just came here for some encouragement and a free coffee. <laughs> some of you are like, you're looking around like, what is going on here, bro? <laughs> I get it. But you have to understand there's a real battle for your life. You have to understand that 
that God is untouchable to your enemy, but he has a certain level of authority here on this earth. And because he hates God so much, he hates you. Because he knows if he can mess with your life, he can mess with the purpose of God in your life. It's his way of getting revenge on God since he can't touch God. But when there's a person in this room who says, you know what? I'm going to believe that pastor up there. And tonight's going to be a night where I'm going to start building my life the way God wants me to build it. There's going to be an enemy that tries to come against you, but guess what? Like, I'm looking around this room right here. Oh God, help me not to fall. I really feel this so strong tonight. Like, there's people in this room that tonight, for the first time, you're going to say yes to Jesus. But you know what? You're going to be like, man, what's that going to mean? Like, none of my friends know Jesus. My family doesn't know Jesus. I'm going to have to build this thing alone? No. Like, I look in this room and I'm just thinking, man, I've got people to my left and to my right. I got people behind me. You see, when you say yes to Jesus and to build your life, you okay? Look around, you're surrounded. This is just one service out of the many we have. You're surrounded by an army. All of a sudden, you take up a, 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 a battle tool of building something great. Other people are like, oh, I'm doing the same thing you are. All of a sudden, Eric, we're building toward the same thing. We're building. Come on, all of a sudden, I'm not alone. I'm surrounded. You're surrounded. You're surrounded. Come on, I feel this so good tonight. You're so, I came here to say, you're surrounded. Look at your neighbor and say, you're surrounded tonight. Yeah, 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 you're not alone. Oh, but then, let me tell you when it gets fun. I got to watch out that I don't hurt somebody with this one. Because I'm coming back down. so much fun we start building our life man all of a sudden you start seeing the blessings of God come on did you see that video of Paula that is a picture of a young lady who said give me my sword devil you cannot have my death you you better believe come on somebody needs to give a shot of praise because he doesn't just want you to build he wants you to fight see I've come here to tell somebody tonight your best days are so much in front of you your best day is tomorrow the best day you've ever lived you don't even understand how great the life is that God's called you to live but you've got to be willing to build you've got to be willing to fight you see the greatest thing let me tell you is so great watch this look at me look at me look at me look at me that's okay God's moving man God's stirring somebody they'll take care of her she's great they're going to minister to her look when Brave Church five years ago we couldn't even fill up this little space right here look what God has done and it's because there have been people like you in this room who are saying I believe that God can reach more people 
I believe that we can expand. I believe that we can keep growing. I believe that more families can be healed and restored. I believe that more people can get set free from drugs. Come on, I believe that more. Come on, I've come here to tell you tonight, if you will fight, I believe that God heals of cancer. I believe that, come on, there's testimony after testimony. Nehemiah said this, in one hand, build your life. In other words, go to work, go to school. But in the other hand, your pastor is going to sound the alarm. That's when you go to work full of purpose and vision that says, I'm going to work on Monday with a sword in my hand to let somebody know that Jesus loves them. My fourth thing I want to give you in your notes is this. We can do it. Someone told me one time, they're like, Pastor, really? You believe like the American air? Why, why do you talk so? Just like, let's baby step there. No, I don't believe in that. I believe that God's dreams are so big over your life and my life. I believe that God, what he wants to do in Miami is so impactful. There is a revival that is happening here, y'all. There is a stirring of God like never before in our city. We can do it. I've come to tell someone, you can rebuild the walls in your life. I don't know what you came here struggling with. I don't know what the enemy has destroyed. Or maybe just by your own decisions, you've destroyed things in your life. All I've come here to tell you is simply this. Whatever has been destroyed in your life, God can help you rebuild. God is a builder. God is a restorer. God is a redeemer. Anybody thankful that God is a redeemer? He's a restorer. He's a realigner tonight. Come on, give him a shout of praise like you really believe that he's the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Oh, I feel it so strong in this room. Come on, lift your hands all across this place. God, we release the fire of God in this room. I pray you will restore dreams. You will rebuild lives in Jesus' name. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I'm going to close with this. I'm going to close with this. Yesterday I was in my building, and, um, and and if you know me, you've been a part of Brave. Yeah, we can all stand on our feet. I'm going to close. Um, yeah, I just have a, I have a place in my heart for, for cultures, diversity. And our church is so diverse. But I started, you know, a while ago, I was just like, man, we're not diverse enough. And I just started praying for different cultures and, and different nationalities and different skin tones. And I'm like, God, just make us look like heaven because everyone's going to be in heaven. Oh, God. I'm so thankful that heaven's not going to be filled with all white people the music will suck so thankful I'm white I can say that so thankful that there's going to be like Cuban people up there because the food is going to be so good God God like so anyways I just that's where I get in trouble because then I leave a nationality out they're like pastor what's up you didn't you don't like us um, so there's this like one particular like this group and um, I started praying for and it's just Asians like I travel a lot all over and um, you see we only have like four and we need more come on and um, and 
I'm like, God, send more Asian people to Miami to, to Brave Church. And God, I'm just like, man, please, God. And because uh, I just love their culture when I've traveled and preached in different places in the world. And, and their food is so amazing. And, and so, so little did I know that God moved me to a building where 80% of my building is Asian. And, uh, and so yesterday I was in the elevator and um, I get in the elevator and this, this guy walks in. He's like maybe 25 years old, 23 maybe. And so anybody know like when you get in the elevator, like the door shuts, it's like awkward. You know, it's like, do we talk? Do we not? What's going on? So, you know, I'm just like there a little bit and I kind of just like look up and we just kind of do one of these, you know. So then I'm like, hey, what's up? He's like, hey, what's up? You live here? <laughs> He's like, yeah. I'm like, hey, uh, are you you're a UM student by any chance? He's like, yeah, actually I am. And I, I said, well, how long have you lived in, in Miami? He said, only five months. He's like, where did you move from? He said, China. And I was like, oh, it's amazing. He's like, you ever been? I'm like, no, I've never been to China. He's like, oh, you should go, man. The food is amazing. I'm like, I know. That's what I'm telling my church. And um, so he asked me, he's like, so what do you do? And I said, oh, I'm a, I'm a pastor at a church. He's like, oh, cool. What, what is that? And I said, oh, um, so like to explain this, it's so weird, right? <laughs> I get up and yell at people for like 30 minutes. <laughs> they stand up, they yell. <laughs> And I said, well, I, have you heard of Jesus? Like, I, I talked to them about Jesus, and he goes, no, never heard of him. And it was like, in that moment, it was like the Holy Spirit was like, what are you going to do with it? And me, prepared to preach today, should have an answer. I'm like, oh, my Lord, what do I do? The first thing that came to my mind was to Google a picture of Jesus. So I Google a picture of Jim Real Talk. I'm like, you know him? <laughs> He's like, no, I've never seen him before. Who is that? I'm like, bro, that's Jesus, dude. What did you tell about? I realized that for a short moment, I was sharing this space with someone who had never heard of the name Jesus. And I pray to my God, help me, man. Because, man, this is crazy. I was like, hey, do you know what a cross is? He's like, oh, like the jewelry. I said, yeah, but um, do do you know the meaning behind it? He said, I didn't know there was a meaning. died on that cross and he was dead he was beaten like, we're in the elevator my floor opens and he's like is this your floor I'm like no push the close button we gotta be in this and, and he closes and I'm like man he died for our sins what are our sins y'all I'm talking about I'm like this is like elementary I'm like man it's when have you ever done anything bad he's like right now man I'm doing something bad like we're up there getting drunk right now man I'm like 
cool, awesome. And I'm like, he died for our sins. And I explained to him who Jesus is. All of a sudden, seventh floor opens, boom. He's like, hey, do you want to come talk to my fraternity brothers? They're all from China too. They've never heard of this guy named Jason. I was like, you said they were drunk, right? He's like, oh man, they're so drunk and high right now. He's like, but man, you got to tell him. He's like, I've never heard this story before. I'm like, let's go. You're like, Pastor David, for real? You went up into a fraternity house with a bunch of drunk. Absolutely. I roll up into that apartment. They're hanging out all over the place. And he's like, hey, I met this guy in the elevator. He stands up and he yells at people. He tells them about this guy named Jesus. Tell them about Jesus, man. Look, 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 look. For the next 35 minutes, I saw Jesus. And I said, boys from China that had never heard the name of Jesus. And I said, look, I know y'all have a religion because I see the remnants of it all over your apartment. But God loves you. He has a plan for you. Look. I don't know how to say it any other way, but instantly they were sober, they were not drunk, they were not high, tears coming down their face. Pastor, what happened? What happened is I said, devil, I'm going to go up into the seventh floor and we're going to see God move. Somebody needs to give God a shout of praise right now. Come on. He's going to do it in you. He's going to do it in you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. This room. God, send us this week to be builders. Send us this week to fight for people. God, we believe that together we are better. Now listen, listen, listen. I want to pray for you. Because there are many of us in this room that you've got things, you've got struggles, you've got obstacles, you have ruins in your life. There are ruined relationships. There are broken dreams. There are broken aspirations. There are, some of you, your heart is broken and it's your heart that needs to be rebuilt. I believe that in an instant in the presence of God, everything can begin to shift and change in your life tonight. There's so much faith. There's so much power in this room. If you say, Pastor, I have an area of my life that I need God to rebuild. On the count of three, I want you to shoot your hand up. One, two, three. Come on, lift your hand all across this room, all across this room. God, tonight, in the name of Jesus, I ask that you would begin to rebuild the wall. Come on, ask him right now. Say, God, would you heal my heart? Would you rebuild the walls of my marriage? Would you rebuild the walls of my children? Will you rebuild the walls of the dream? Come on, tonight, God, tonight, I pray for hope. I pray for strength. I pray for power. And we give you praise in Jesus' name. Somebody said amen. Thanks for joining us for today's message from Brave Church. For more information or to get in touch with us, visit us at bravemiami.com.